When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The solar panels work in winter. Solar energy output in Australia throughout winter is surprisingly high in some cities. You can learn more about better solar energy at B-Solar. Visit b.solar to learn more. GLG Greenlife Group, leaders in property services and open space management at glgcorp.com. Welcome to the First Serve, your home of tennis. A big hello and welcome everybody, uh, Brett Phillips with another episode of The First Serve, covering the world of tennis. We're on the road this week in beautiful Swan Hill for Tennis Victoria Country Week. If you want to be a part of the show tonight, one 736 736 that is the number to call. Anything you want to put on the tennis agenda, you can do that. If you prefer to text us, Tennis Direct, looking after our text, 0433981116, you can go shopping. At Tennis Direct, as you're listening to us tonight, Australia's favourite online tennis store. Fast delivery, magnificent prices. In fact, free delivery if you order in excess of $150. Just go to their website, tennisdirect.com.au. Get that 10% discount. Use the promo code FIRSTSERVE10. Coming up tonight on the B Solar menu, the latest from the week that has been my man. The young Canadian, Felix Auger Eliassime. It's just a name that rolls off the tongue. He's broken through in his ninth attempt to win his first ATP Tour title. More on that very shortly. Plenty bubbling around off-court. A focus on Country Week, an annual event, which brings over a 1,000 players together every year. It is a really special event to be a part of. You can weigh in, one 736 736 or on the text, 0433-981116. Got prizes everywhere, thanks to Wilson, of course. Best caller, month of Feb, that US Open XD Tennis 3 ball. There's 24 cans to a case. That's the official ball of the US Open. A pack of the Wilson Pro Overgrip, used by many pros on the tour, plus the six Luxelland Alu Power 125 sets. The top string on tour, superior power, control and spin potential, all thanks to Wilson. We'll throw in the steak knives as well. And if you're our best caller for Feb, uh, that is all yours. And my good friend, who's just sitting across from me, Mike Sharp from Sunblessed Sunscreens, as a late little addition, he's thrown in the Sunblessed Sunscreens gift pack. So they've got the first tee golfer's sunscreen, the first serve tennis sunscreen, uh, the first wicket cricket sunscreen, first end bowls, first stride running, first cast fishing sunscreen for every single sport. Go to their website, sunblessedsunscreens.com.au. That is part of the gift pack uh, tonight. But we are coming to you from the Swan Hill Club tonight. And I've got to thank management uh, here, beautiful Thai beef salad in the last hour, they've looked after me beautifully. There are people everywhere. I've forgotten the Hawaiian shirt, which is the theme uh, tonight. But just down the road uh, from the Swan Hill Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club, which has grown into the largest lawn tennis club in the world, boasting 51 permanent grass and four hard courts in one complex. 
and Country Week boasts an additional 50 temporary courts installed on the neighbouring football oval. So right off the top tonight, the Tennis Victoria competitive play lead, Andrew Reynolds, he was with me in Wodonga a couple of years ago. Andy, it's uh, great to have you here because you are part of a, a big Tennis Victoria team putting on this huge event. Good to see you. Great to be here, Brett. Uh, what an atmosphere and what a wonderful first day of Country Week 2022. Well, can you uh, give me a little uh, wrap-up because the Mercury uh, got nicely into the 30s. It was... Uh, uh, it was pretty warm. Just explain how it works, uh, Andy, because we've got over a 1,000 players here. We've got around 200 teams. They come from largely all across Victoria, but mm -hmm. people from outside of Victoria. So this is an annual event that is known for as much of the on-court action as it is for these social gatherings which go into the wee hours of the morning. Absolutely, Brett. Look, we had a wonderful day one, 90-odd um, tennis courts. We had three rounds of tennis for many of the players. We had challenges with the, the heat. We got just over 38 degrees today, so we reduced some of the formats for the players just to get them through today because they play as hard off the court as they do on the court. So <laughs> yes. it's just wonderful. Yeah. So many of them walking past here tonight, and I... Uh, I do worry for some of them that the 9 o'clock matches tomorrow morning, we've actually made that 8.30 tomorrow morning, yes, oh, due, to the, nice uh, you, due to the heat. So people um, are going to be finishing here at 3am this morning, a little bit of a kip and out at 8.30. Straight there, <laughs> straight there. So As we've done, we've come straight from the, the tennis straight to here to be with you tonight, Brett. So wonderful. I'm in my yellow. I feel like a, bit, a little Hawaiian myself. Yeah, you, you, you fit in uh, beautifully. But this is a really special week, isn't it? I mean, uh, we'll play a couple of chats that mm, I've done mm. uh, last night and uh, and today. But for Swan Hill, they missed out last year. As, as we know, the Premier said very last minute we're going into a lockdown because it was going to be, I think, in the second week Correct. of the Australian Open because the Aussie Open was uh, pushed back. That sort of ran into country week. And the club had done so much, Andy, to prepare. It was a real blow for them last year, but very deserving hosts, and they're, they're putting on a magnificent display. We were ready to come up on the uh, the Saturday morning. It was it was a snap lockdown on the Friday night. Tennis Victoria staff. We rang all 200 captains, and and it was an absolutely devastating hit, not only to the the players and the cohort coming up, but to the club, to Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club, and all of the sponsors and partners. It was absolutely yep. devastating. But we're here now, and and it's just wonderful. We had you know nearly a thousand people at the club last night in our in our welcome evening. It couldn't, couldn't be better. So exciting to be here. We're about to hear from a, a couple of the country legends who I caught up with uh, last night. And there were six all up mm. who were inducted, if you like, which has become a, a great part of just the whole uh, Country Week uh, festivities. Uh, anything you can tell me about today? Is there any little stories, anything happening? I mean, you're a part of sort of the, the team behind the scenes. You've got people coming at you, requests. Anything stand out today? Oh, look, it was all for us this year. It's all about flexibility, Brett. Um, we're very stringent on our rules and regulations around uh, you know, eligibility and fill-in players and substitutions. But this yep. year, we just want to make sure that there's people here enjoying the tennis. And uh, always lots of funny stories about the night before. Always some interest about how long it is since they've played and so on. But uh, ultimately for us at Tennis Victoria, just seeing these people coming together year after year, it's almost like family. It and it's is. just absolutely wonderful. Yep. For many of them, it's their annual leave for the year. Yep. Uh, you know, a little bit of a break from family and friends and they come up and see their tennis family and it's just absolutely fantastic. No doubt. Stick with me, Andy. Uh, country Week begun with the awarding of six new Country Week legends. Uh, last night, mm. adding to the current tally of 18. So we had Karen Fraser, 
who was introduced to the tournament in the late 70s by her mum when the event was actually played at Kuyong. So Karen has Country Week in her blood, has had over 40 years of involvement. Uh, Heather Cam has uh, been playing Country Week for more than 30 years since the event was held at the Junction Oval. That's, that's where I started following the Mighty Roy well, boys you, when you Bernie Quinlan was just taking big marks and kicking goals from about 70 at the Junction. <laughs> Had to weave some footy in. Those were the days. An integral team member of uh, Euroa Purple, uh, Kelvin Noonan. I didn't get a chance to catch up with Kelvin. I heard he's got a great story. He's been a supporter of Country Week for approximately 40 years, uh, playing for Maryborough A-Grey. More recently, uh, Mud Island. I've seen the Mud Island uh, polos. Where is Mud Island? I believe it's in the middle of Albert Park Lake. Is that right? Right, so they're in the B special, is it? That's one of the categories? And there's quite a few of them. Yes, there's quite a few Mud Island teams. Known to his peers as the Godfather, he can now be called a legend. Tracy Beeston and also Ange Willett. We're going to play that chat for you. Committed Country Week attendees. It's their 21st celebration this year after not missing a year since uh, 2001. And last night, I caught up with both ladies. Let's take a listen. Yes, very surprised. Total surprise. Yes. Completely shocked. A bit scary. Yes. <laughs> Didn't think that was going to happen at all, no. Country Week, what does it mean to you if I just say the word Country Week? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Love it. Absolutely love it. Been coming for nearly 25 years. Look forward to it every year. Yep, great fun. Look forward to spending time with my teammates and, and catching up with everyone from the past years that we've played against and friends that we've made along the way. It's great fun. Where did the love of tennis come from? The sport for life? I don't know. I started at eight years old. One of the neighbours took me in and tried me to get you know to play tennis and that's where it started from and I pretty much grew up with it my um my mum was um yeah me mum too yeah. yeah around the juniors so pretty much just pretty much just tagged along with me rest of my siblings so yeah. I was the youngest so yeah it was just part of our our family life really yeah let's pump up your on-court game what's the strength say so the serve is yeah, my thing oh yep yeah. maybe the backhand maybe my forehand net shots net shots yep. yes there's a bit of modesty being displayed here yeah <laughs> I don't like this stuff at all, no. mate. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> How impressive, though, is this setup? Swan Absolutely. Hill. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah. And it was disappointing last year when we couldn't come. I was devastated. Well, I didn't static, unpack yeah. my suitcase for a week or actually a month because <laughs> I was so devastated we couldn't come. But anyway, we're back here this year and. Make the most of it, really, yeah. won't we? Yeah. Touch up with everyone and just, uh, yeah, just to really enjoy ourselves, enjoy the, being on the court again. Uh, Daniel Gardner is the other one who's um, been inducted. Uh, played Country Week A grade since 1991, has never missed an event and has been known to postpone important family events so he can attend. Uh, he's recruited team members to ensure that Swan Hill can actually field an A-grade team. Won a few premierships along the way, uh, well known for his uh, fair and honest play. Now, Danny has been an integral part of the organising committee for Country Week here in Swan Hill as the Swan Hill greenkeeper, as well as uh, being a very good player on court. His expertise with turf and grass management has helped produce the amazing courts, uh, permanent and temporary, at Swan Hill for you to actually, uh, for the competitors here to actually come and play on. So some of the absolute best in the world. We actually had Danny on our program two years ago when he went across to sample Wimbledon, which was a great experience as to how they prepare their grass courts. And yeah, I caught up with uh, Danny Gardner, a Country Week legend last night. It's not something you strive for or try to get, but uh, just being a part of Country Week, I think, is, is the real benefit. Um, the, the, the enjoyment we've had out of all those years of tennis, um, going away with people and playing tennis and socialising and um, having a few wins and all the stories along the way. This is your home here. It's your baby that you've been preparing. You were preparing for last year and obviously COVID struck very late. The event had to be cancelled. How tough was 
that when you rewind sort of 12 months ago? Oh, it was difficult. We, you just tried to put it straight into the back of your mind. It was something we couldn't control. We were very fortunate to have it and to lose it was, was, was devastating. And for the whole club, really, we were right on the doorstep of posting and we had all their courts ready to go. All the effort was put in and, um, and it didn't happen. And it was just a real nothing week after that as well because everyone had holidays but they had nothing to do. So it was, it was kind of the same for everybody in a way but I guess you appreciate it twice as much now you see we've got a full house here this week and um, everyone's ready to go. What's the level of preparation that goes into getting everything ready to start by tomorrow? I don't know. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Like, so we've got about nearly three hectares of turf that you're sort of preparing all the time to be ready to go for something like this. And then probably the last six weeks it really ramps up and we prepare another 45 courts on the soccer oval. So then we have uh, 90 plus courts. It ramps up weeks out. The weeks get pretty long, probably the past eight weeks. It's good to get to the start line. Just seeing all these people here, the sport of tennis, the sport for life. I mean, we've got people here from all walks of life, different demographics. I mean, it is the sport that does bring people together and friendships. And Can you talk about that? And I guess in a way, this is a little bit different market than what you normally see at tournaments. These people, they may play tennis at a club, they may not. They've got a racket in the cupboard. They may bring it out once a year, but they come here and, and, and tennis is the vehicle that brings them all together. They love the game, but they love socialising and, and, and mingling as a group. Often at tournaments you see the serious side of it. This is the social side of it, really. There is some serious players as well. We all love our tennis. We sort of think we're good players, but there's a level for everyone, isn't there? So it's, everyone just gets the great enjoyment out of it. Last time we had you on the show, you made a trip over to Wimbledon. We talked about that incredible experience. Any more trips in the pipeline that can take you abroad now that the world is starting to get back to some sort of normality? Yeah, well, they were the good old days when we could travel quite easily, weren't they? Um, I think it was the last year we could travel in 2019. No, not not yet, Brett. I think it will just um, hang around here for a while, but it was... It it was a great experience. I took a lot away from it. Not so much learning new things, but learning how they did things and how we do things the same. And we're all dealing with a living surface and things can go wrong. It can go wrong with all the resources in the world at Wimbledon. It can go wrong here with one person at Swan Hill on Tennis Club. Daniel Gardner. Andy, what an absolute legend. Humble man. What he has achieved in absolutely putting all these courts together is, is quite phenomenal. Brett, I was, uh, I was on court uh, on site this morning at 7am. Guess what? He was there on the track oh, uh, preparing the courts this morning. So yeah. one night a legend, the next night a greenskeeper. And that's typical of Danny. And it's absolutely couldn't have been more proud last night. So just the rest of this week and how it all unfolds? Yeah, so continuation of play over the next four days. Uh, we've got uh, rounds to be played right through to Thursday afternoon before we hit the semi-finals action. Uh, finals on Friday and there's a lot of tennis to be played yet. And I know there's some tired bodies already. A lot of teams played three rounds today, so we really want to make sure they're looked after tomorrow from 8.30, as I said. So uh, that nice. was uh, met with mixed reactions, as you can imagine. But uh, <laughs> looking forward to it tomorrow, we've got you know over a 1,000 people on site. It's just absolutely fantastic to see tennis back and uh, you know the bringing them all together at Swan Hill is just uh, an absolute joy. Great stuff. Thank you, Andy. I'm going to let you have uh, a bit of a feed and uh, great for you to stop by. You've got a big four-day coming up. Thanks mate. Andrew Reynolds uh, Tennis Victoria competitive plate lead. Just setting the scene here uh, at the Swan Hill uh, Club for uh, Country Week. We're going to take a break. Courtney Walsh I think has uh, entered the building one of the great tennis writers, great friend of the program. He's played a couple of matches today. In fact he looked a little spent when he walked past but we're going to uh, dissect and just move away from Country Week for a moment to talk about all the action going on on and off the court in the world of tennis. That is uh, coming up here on the first serve and of course we are 
uh, here tonight. Thanks to Tennis Direct, Australia's favourite online tennis store. Fast delivery, great prices, free delivery on orders over $150. So just visit their website, tennisdirect.com.au. Use that promo code FIRSTSERVE10. Get that nice little 10% discount as well. Courtney Walsh up next here on the First Serve. Better solar, better batteries, better energy. With B-Solar, you'll never have to pay another expensive electricity bill. Talk with a B-Solar advisor. Visit b.solar to learn more. GLG Greenlight Group, leaders in property services and open space management. And glgcorp.com, the first serve, your home of tennis. Welcome back to the Swan Hill uh, Club. We are live, of course, uh, for Tennis Victoria Country Week uh, 2022. More inside this magnificent annual event uh, very, very shortly. Your calls tonight, one 736 736 or on the Tennis Direct text, 0433981116. Tell Tracy's husband, Jason, to go to the Croquet Club, not the Tennis Club. He'll be... Good for the quaddy numbers, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Ring him to get his numbers. Thank you very much. Uh, Tracy Beeston, one of the country uh, legends. Speaking of legends, for his writing, but this week he excels on the tennis court. Award-winning tennis journalist Courtney Walsh. Good friend of our programs. Great to see you, Walshy. Very good to be here, Brett. And I do know Tracy and Jason Beeston, and uh, he would have the quaddy tips without a doubt, and probably a drink or two... Uh, to palm off to a lot of people. Before we talk uh, ATP, WTA, Challengers, ITS, you've played a couple of matches today. Can we get the report card, please? Uh, rusty, very hot, uh, 37, 38 degrees, uh, but the Western Port Penguins are, are so far 2-0, and zero, so we're keeping it alive. Dream's alive. The Western Port Penguins. How did that name come about? So half of the team is based on Phillip Island or from, from down that way, yep. uh, and so we thought Western Port Bay... A lot of the teams have aggressive names, and we thought, well, hang on, we'll go with uh, the more placid, the Penguins, <laughs> uh, and hence we have got, you know, we had the old Mats Verlander flat caps was our nice, long-time nice. team cap for a long time, and, you know, it's uh, it's always a pleasure. The, the grass courts in Swan Hill are, are particularly spectacular. Tennis Victoria is doing a great job running it, and it's very good to be back after last year where it was such a, such a testing time for so many people. Uh, you know, among you know, we know that the the club itself lost a lot of money last year when yep. it was cancelled yep. at the last moment. So it's great to see it rebound. What about for you? I mean, you're immersed in tennis like I. Uh, now freelancing and writing for a number of publications, You've got plenty of uh, different hats that you're wearing. But for you just to come away and actually just be around some close mates uh, who have been part of your life for a long time and just sort of let your hair down a little bit. You're a very fine player. You'll be modest, but. A very fine player indeed. Uh, we haven't got time to go through your whole resume, uh, Walshy, uh, tonight. But a different sort of week for you than covering, uh, you know, long days at the Australian Open as an example. It is, without a doubt, my favourite week of the year. Yep. Every year. I think it's number 24 for me this year. Um, and you talk about some of the people, you know, I've got a great mate of mine from, uh, we played state grade in Perth, but he... This is Zimbabwean. You met him last night. Zimbabwean who yes. got a tennis scholarship to the States. You know, used to play John Isner in college tennis. Yep. When that country crumbled, you know, his mum moved to WA, his dad moved to Canada, and by a fluke he ended up in uh, in WA at the time I was over there. 
he lives in Sydney, but he hasn't won, hasn't missed one for several years, and that's the type of friendships you build here. You see yep. people who you've played against for years and years and years, men and women. It, it's just a great. I think it showcases everything that's good about the sport. Yeah, and we're here at one of the social functions uh, tonight. So it's sort of the social functions at night, play some tennis uh, during the day, but it's the socialising, isn't it? It's the social aspect, and that's what you know sport can provide. We we, we talk about sport while she at that grassroots uh, level. I mean. There's not many that are going to go on to be Roger Federer or Serena Williams, but it's a sport for life that you can um, have fun playing, but the social aspects, the friendships, whether it's tennis, whether it's footy, whatever sport, it's a, it's a common thread. It is one of the great things I would always say to, to parents who, who are considering whether or not their kids should have lessons. If you can play tennis and you know how to play a match, you can play anywhere in the world, no matter what city you're in, no matter what country. Yep. There will be somewhere you can, somewhere you can play, and it gives you an in in terms of building social mm. networks, it's it's an essential skill from my yeah. uh, from my perspective. It's uh, it's a brilliant thing, no doubt. So, country week, you've got to recover strongly tonight because uh, you're uh, you're going to be very much needed to get this uh, team, the Penguins, uh, up and firing over the next uh, few days. Eight thirty start tomorrow. It's <laughs> uh, as I said, it looks like it's getting hotter as well. Thirty nine tomorrow. So brutal. What, what time finish before an eight thirty start? Oh, one or so. Beautiful. Maybe two. Beautiful. Just a couple of uh, hours of a kip. Let's talk some uh, tennis. Ninth attempt he's got there. I mean, I'm an unabashed fan of the two young Canadians, Shapovalov, Roger Aliassim. It's going to be fascinating to see who's maybe going to end up with a better career in the long term. But, you know, having watched Felix uh, Courtney close up at the ATP Cup down the business end of that tournament, and then he's run at the Australian Open where he had a match point against Medvedev. He has grown in stature. So he wins uh, Rotterdam, a uh, really revered tournament, ATP 500. He beat Tsitsipas in the final today. He was 0-8, and eight, hadn't won a set in any of those uh, previous uh, finals. But to take out Tsitsipas, Rublev in the semis, Norrie in the quarters, Andy Murray in the second round is uh, a good week's uh, work. We're going to hear from him in just a moment. But a guy who is now really rock solid. You know, the influence, uh, Tony Nadal has had some influence there. I mean, we saw it at Junior Wimbledon years ago. You thought this kid is going to be something really special. So the, the juniors to the pro transition, um, he's had a few you know, tough losses in finals, but he's, he's going in that north direction in a hurry. Yeah, I think it's 50 years since Arthur Ashe won the Rotterdam tournament as a, as a debut all the way back in, uh, in the 1970s. Yep. Uh, to see the way he was playing at the Australian Open was, to me, to see someone who was clearly making... A significant rise in front of us. You know, his movement on the court is outstanding. His aggression, I think, is is very, very good. I love the fact that he's following some of those serves in. You know, he he's clearly Absolutely. an all-court player. Yeah. Um, yep. And we talk about those those lost finals, but we shouldn't forget how young he is. What is he? Twenty one. Twenty one. So twenty one years old to make eight finals at twenty one is is staggering. And it really was only a matter of time. And yeah. I think he'll be you know sitting what around nine or nine. so in, yep. in the in the world. It would not surprise us to see him top five. And and he's clearly someone who is going to be pushing deep into majors for a long, long time. Let's have a listen to Felix Auger-Aliassime. He spoke overnight our time, uh, winning his first ATP Tour title. 
It's the biggest relief, man. I can't explain the weight off my shoulder right now. It's, you know, I got a little bit emotional with my family, you know, towards the end of, after the match, and it's, it's crazy. You know, I've had sleepless nights, you know, thinking about uh, this title and, you know, why I can't, you know, overcome this feat. And uh, I didn't have a clear reason, and, and but definitely I think this year I just wanted to overcome that. I wanted to be a better player overall, more consistent, more solid in my mind. And uh, I think today I showed that, and this week I, I showed it against the best players in the world. So incredibly happy uh, just to get this first title under my belt. Now I can, I can play more freely almost and it's the eighth time you've played Stefanos it feels like this is a rivalry we're going to enjoy over the next few years doesn't it a word on Stefanos he's had a great week as well yeah he's had a great week great start of the year you know uh, I think sometimes you know he doesn't even get almost enough credit for how consistent he is you know he just made the semi-finals in Australian Open again and I mean he's one of the most consistent player uh, you know in the last few years we go way back and you know from the juniors when we were 15 years old definitely I feel like you know he's beaten me you know the last five times sometimes in, in close matches sometimes not and to Today, you know, it was all my way. So I uh, think, yeah, we, we do make each other better. And I think what's, that's uh, what a rivalry is about. And what a start to the year it's been. The ATP Cup, of course, for Canada. And now the 12th win of the year. That makes you the, uh, the highest uh, winningest player of the season so far. Gives you great momentum into a really, really important part of the year, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Been almost a perfect start. I was very close to winning that quarterfinals in Australia as well. No, my level is, is for sure where I want it to be. Been playing some great tennis. So now I'm just going to, you know, enjoy this moment first and then try to you know to to reset and then you know keep going with this great tennis Felix Auger Elias Simi's just an impressive uh, young man uh, Courtney I mean I sort of put that question out at the start Shapovalov Auger Elias Simi who might have the best uh, career here's Felix a little younger but taking some significant strides that, that Dennis is trying to achieve I mean he's won one to a title in Stockholm going back uh, two or three years ago but Canadian tennis is just blessed to have these two young men very impressive to see Shepovalov back on the court this week in Qatar. Yep, uh, top seed. Top seed. Mm. I, I do believe, I, I think Felix will have the better career. I, I just think he's got a more rounded game with bigger weapons, and I, and I think he will continue to improve. I think Shepovalov is very, very, very good. Yep. But I do like the weaponry of Felix, and I like the temperament as well. Now, what is it about wildcards at the moment? So I think there's some people that have been inspired by Kyrgios and Kokonakis knocking over Mekic and Pavic, who had this unbelievable year last year, became the number one and two ranked uh, players in doubles. And then it was uh, Robin Harsey, the Dutch uh, veteran, uh, Middlecoop as well. They were the wild cards in the first round, knocked out the top seeds and went on to win the whole thing. So oh. if you're a wild card in doubles at the moment, you're going okay. And look, and we know also the just because of the way the, the doubles is played with the super tiebreaker to finish off. If you can clinch a set, yep. all of a sudden becomes a little more of a raffle. Uh, you know, Russian roulette in that super tiebreaker and uh, you can knock off some good pairs if you get hot on some returns uh, You know, in those critical moments. So he's been a very, very good player over a long time, uh, Arsene. It'd be yep. nice to get for him to get one at home. No doubt. Uh, ripping through just the rest of the tour this week. So Riley Opelka uh, wins in, uh, in Dallas, beats uh, Jensen Brooks. We didn't see the young American in Australia because of the uh, COVID situation. I think he made a, what, a semi last week, a final. I mean, he's unorthodox. He's sort of very eye-catching. We like watching players that have got a point of difference. Uh, but Big Riley, I mean, we love him. He's honest. He tells you exactly uh, what he thinks. But he's now become a very, very solid tennis player. Clearly very hard to beat. I think he won the final six and six, or six, five and six against Brooksby. I think yep. he won uh, six and six against Isner in the, in the semi-final. A very... American-dominated uh, latter stages of, of the tournament in Dallas. Um, 
And I think he's, I mean, he's still young. He, he's, what, 23, 24, Riley. He's, yeah. you know, you do think that if Isla can make sort of semifinals at, at Wimbledon, you would think that Opelka will make a run somewhere based purely on just how hard he can be to break. Yep, no doubt. If you want to weigh in, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Yeah, like uh, John Isner, I mean, it's a, it's a carbon copy. Uh, Jordan Thompson returning to a little bit of form uh, this week. Uh, beat Lopez, good win against Nakashima, who we know is a rising American, loses to Brooks in the quarterfinals. And, I mean, that wasn't the, the best scoreline. Had a bit of a, a shocker, certainly losing a set six love. You just wonder where he's sort of at, Jordan. He's put so much into his tennis career. Super fit, doesn't possess those you know those big weapons that you need. He's been able to sort of stay in that fifty to hundred. He got inside at one stage in the top fifty, but you know when you're putting in so much and maybe not getting the rewards back, he's been a pretty frustrated young man, hasn't he, for the best part of the last twelve months? Well, I think this is an encouraging week for him because, and similar to what we saw with Alex Dimonor last week, we shouldn't forget that Jordan had a you know, pretty nasty yeah. bout of COVID uh, yep. late last year. It took Alex quite a while to get back to his best form. Jordan, a couple of very good wins, and I, and I really like the win over Nakashima. I think that's uh, that's very impressive. Brooksby can really pose some tricks, and, and, and you know, not necessarily a surprise to see him roll through someone if he's got them a little beaten. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable uh, matchup, that is for sure. And it was uh, Aravello and Julian Roger, the El Salvador and uh, Dutch combination, who actually... Um, uh, with the top seeds who won the doubles in that particular event. Argentina, Casper uh, I mean, he loves the clay, uh, dominated, of course, uh, five titles last year. And uh, obviously, the, you know, predominantly his titles would come on the clay, uh, broke through on the hard courts. But 9-0 at the Argentina Open. He won it a couple of years ago, beat Schwartzman in the final. But the week will be remembered for one Martin Del Potro. And I watched that match. It was an electric atmosphere. And you felt for Federico Del Bonas, who had no home support on that day and probably didn't get any more support if he wanted someone he's throwing in the drop shot no. um, more often than not against uh, Big Delpo who there was some talk he might play Rio but really it was sort of the perfect exit I mean who knows tennis players retire well, Relu- think- reluctantly and want to come back but it does look like this is going to be the end oh look clearly it was so hard for him just to get to that stage and, and yep. we know that if he's fit and firing he handles Del Bonas uh, very easily, not the other way around. To have his mum there watching him professionally for the first time Incredible. in a decorated career. We, yeah. So the 2009 US Open is obviously the yeah. the high point and, and what an amazing high point it was. But we shouldn't forget through all the injury issues mm. that he's back, you know, beating Novak in, a, in an Olympics uh, yep. in Rio in 2016, making it to number three in the world, I think in 2017 or 2018. He still had some outstanding moments on the court despite all the injuries, but it is, I think, a shame that uh, we never, ever saw him consistently fit because I do wonder what he would have done against, uh, you know, I have no doubt that he would have really rattled uh, Djokovic and Nadal yeah. and Federer at different stages because he was just so, so good. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think you felt that he could certainly be like Stan and maybe win three, Murray winning two or three, and you felt like he was in that sort of category. But, yeah, the wrist and then the knee the last four years been absolutely cruel. Uh, big uh, Juan Martin who had a fan base wherever he went, uh, right around the world. Uh, a guy that um, was very popular, and he still, even in that match against Del Bonas, you know, you could see he was struggling for the movement, but he still that, you know, just that stand and deliver approach from the baseline. He could just flattening out, getting that ball ripping through the court. And it was such a highlight when he was, uh, you know, a young man and breaking through, winning a US Open. Great to watch. The forehand like Thor, oh, just thundered. beautiful. So Casper wins the tournament, but. 
everyone's hearts were with uh, Juan Martin Del Potro. Uh, just a couple of other highlights uh, before we uh, head to a break. Um, do you want to mention Annette Condivate winning St Petersburg now? She was the form player back end of last year. Didn't have her uh, best summer in Australia, but 20th consecutive indoor win. She's 38-6 and six indoors, past six months, five titles. Sakari in the final, lost to Penko in the semis, Bencic in the quarterfinals, three uh, really decent scalps. And, yeah, it's unfortunate that we didn't get to see the best of her in Australia. No, and, and, and she was clearly someone who was uh, playing particularly well, as you said, leading in. To win 20 matches in a row at that level, I mean, mm. that's a 500. That's a very, very good quality 500 that she won there in St. Uh, St. Petersburg. So it's a, it's a very quality win for her. And I think she, you know, ran five or six in the world still. It's yep. a... You know, she's certainly capable, I think, uh, the Estonian, of, of pushing into majors, and she'll want to translate that form, I'm sure, onto the clay courts. It'll be interesting to see. No doubt. And the ITF in Canberra. So we know that there's going to be quite a few ITFs in Australia the next few weeks. So Dane Sweeney, first uh, title for him at any level, uh, beating Akira Sanderland, and Asia Muhammad beat uh, Priscilla Hon in the final there. So yeah, great opportunities for our Aussies to get some matches at home. Another sort of window post-January uh, before they... Um, jet off here, there and everywhere. An important period too to build some points, build some confidence. Absolutely and some, you know, a very nice piece from Jed Zetzer on, uh, on the First Serve website uh, on Dane and, and, and the breakthrough. It's quite yep. the mullet that he's uh, rocking. Oh. But Priscilla, I think uh, that, I mean, you know, she was beaten in the final by Asia, Mohammed, but I think it's very good to see her getting those matches under the belt because, you know, she is one that, mm. with the weaponry, yep. we think she's capable, if she's fit, of breaking inside that top 100, being the next one to break in and uh, and to have some success, and I, and I hope that comes sooner rather than later. No doubt. So much tennis to be played this week. Uh, Walshie, thank you for uh, chipping in tonight, and uh, we salute FAA getting there on the ninth attempt because uh, he is a young man that's going to be exciting us for the best part of uh, the next decade. Our on-court action, thanks to Yonex, 76 years of performance product crafted in Japan. Check out their latest range at yonix.com. I'll let you get a feed. Thank you, mate. Nice Absolute work. pleasure. If you know a physio, let me know. Indeed. Uh, come to the rescue of Courtney Walsh. She's feeling it a little bit. Day one of Country Week. We'll be back with more here from the Swan Hill Club. We're on location tonight for the first serve. Visit v.solar to learn more. GLG Greenlight Group. Leaders in property services and open space management at glgcorp.com. The first serve. Your home of tennis. Welcome back to the Swan Hill Club. We're here for uh, Country Week uh, 2022. It is a magnificent week uh, run by uh, Tennis uh, Victoria. I need to also give uh, Yarra Tennis Coaching a nice little plug. Uh, Shane Scratton, if you're listening in uh, tonight at the beautiful Eaglemont Tennis Club just off the Eastern Freeway, junior and adult programs available uh, led by Shane. Over 30 years' experience, his mission is to improve your game, whether you're a complete beginner or a serious player. So check out yarratennis.com.au. wanted to come back to what we've uh, been doing at Country Week uh, for the last 24 to 48 hours. Uh, Christian uh, Devlin is the Swan Hill Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club uh, president, and I did sit down with uh, Christian at the club uh, earlier today. Let's take a listen. I think at the end of the day, this is what we strive to do. We strive to deliver courts in the condition that they are. They've just come up an absolute treat. I don't think I could criticise one part of the actual surface of the courts. They've just come up amazing. Outside of this event, tell us a bit about the club here. And obviously it's a, it's a huge part of uh, the community, a town that everyone knows. Wherever you are in Victoria, I think everyone probably at some stage has been to Swan Hill. But tell us about the history of the club and just its existence within the community. The tennis club itself has got a very rich history. Around about 40 years ago, we were used to be on the site 
site of the Big Four Caravan Park down at Riverside. Obviously, we were moved down here and part of the club rooms were moved down here. In that last 40 years, I mean, I'm 50 years old, so in the last 40 years, I've watched the Swan Hill Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club be a proud club that punches above its weight, really, for the size of our town. I think similar to our basketball, I grew up in an era where I think Swan Hill was revered for our basketball and our tennis and, you know, what we could do in those community events. What do you think people mostly get out of being involved in a, a tennis club? We always talk about tennis being the, the sport for life. It's just one of those sports that your whole family can play. The nature of the sport and the participation, you know, you can play in twos or fours or three, you know, you can play American doubles, you can play with your kids, your grandkids. I know as a, a younger man I went to a country week and I got I got absolutely flogged by a couple of 75-year-olds, which I didn't see coming, and now I'm very wary of 75-year-old guys that have got a pair of Simpson tennis shorts on. <laughs> Still got the smarts, mightn't necessarily be as, as athletic as they once were, but you don't lose your smarts out on the tennis court. Look, a lot of people that have grown up at a tennis club can relate to there's always a silver fox. There's someone that will take you down, and he'll take you down as long as he can, and then the minute you start beating him, he generally just goes and works on someone else. Where does sort of tennis sit in the, I suppose, sport of choice? Look, I think tennis has got a lot of challenges, as have a lot of sports. We've got parents working longer hours, kids working jobs, you know, wanting to support their mobile phones and their social media habits. There's certainly a lot of competition. We've got the internet, we've got other forms of entertainment. So getting back that physical sport, which we think is so good for mental health, is a challenge. And I think what helps is when you have someone like Ash Barty come along, make it look like it's it's something you want to do. This event is a perfect example. We've got people who have taken a week of their annual leave and spend a lot of money in accommodation to come up here every year for 30 years. Not necessarily here, but whoever's hosting Country Week, we've got people who will put that time and money away every year which you know I don't know many other sports that could boast that. And just finally I'm sure you'd love to give a a mention to a a big team here there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes to actually get to the start line of putting on an event like this. Look absolutely it's a nightmare when you start making a list and you don't want to miss anyone. Our relationship with Tennis Victoria in the last few years of my knowledge has been fantastic they've really embraced us I mean we have got some distance inconveniences I suppose you'd say they've encouraged us to host tournaments they've helped us with this event. We've got that we've got certainly in a local community aspect We've got the Murray Downs group, which is the Murray Downs Golf and Country Club, Spoons Riverside and the Swan Hill Club. Their support has made these events possible. And then you look at our committee, well, we've got people on our committee who, whether it's right or wrong, have put the the tennis club and the community before their families for large chunks of time. If I start naming names, I'll definitely miss probably two or three of the most important. So all those people know who they are. It's a big crew. Do you actually get out and have a hit at all at any stage this week? Look, I will. I'm just waiting for a few people to wear out. I'll certainly be out there tomorrow and the day after. And I think there's a few people that are happy to prove that if you're just because you're the president of a good tennis club doesn't mean you can play tennis. Great to catch up with uh, Christian Devlin, the Swan Hill Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club president, the real uh, character, but he and his team. It reminded me of uh, just being at a local footy club. I've had a lot of years in footy and the canteen, the kitchen, everyone on deck uh, to actually make it happen when you've got over a 1,000 people coming through your facilities. Phenomenal. Uh, Bill Slade is the Tennis Seniors Victoria committee member. He also has a few other roles in uh, tennis. I also caught up with uh, Bill at Country Week uh, earlier today. Uh, well, I'm only a, a new boy. I came, uh, the first one was here uh, about three years ago, uh, the last time they had it Swan Hill, and uh, I thought I was in heaven with 100 grass courts, so uh, I learned on grass in the UK, so I love uh, grass court tennis. It's a beautiful surface, not enough grass court tennis. Oh, I thoroughly agree. I, um, I feel sorry for the young people growing up uh, not having the chance to uh, 
play on this lovely surface. Tell us about the team that you've got assembled here and what are the chances? Well, uh, we did have a win uh, at Shepparton uh, a couple of years ago, but uh, we're all getting older and uh, so <laughs> it'll depend on the opposition, I think. But uh, we'll enjoy ourselves for sure. You know, there are people who obviously know each other who have been coming to this event for so many years. So it's the friendships. You can just get so much out of a sport like tennis. My catchphrase is lawn tennis is a game for life. Uh, I'm not sure about all tennis, but uh, I will say that it's a great sport for keeping you young. I've been playing since I was seven and I'm uh, in 77, so I've been playing for 70 years. So uh, uh, when I came to Australia, I thought I again uh, was landing on my feet because uh, you can play all year round here, whereas in the UK it was only a very short summer season. Apart from being here, you do wear other hats in tennis. Tell us all about that. Yeah, well, I'm on the Tennis Seniors Victoria Tennis Committee and I am tournament director for the Oceania Regional Championships, uh, which is held at Kuyong. I used to uh, work at uh, Kuyong uh, many years ago before Cedric Mason. I have an affinity with Kuyong. It's a great facility. We'll be playing there at March the 10th, I think, from memory. Uh, we start over the Labor Day weekend and uh, we get a lot of really good tennis players senior tennis players playing in that event. It's now uh, up for people over 30, so uh, we've got a lot of younger ones as well. Just take us inside tennis seniors, because it is still a, a big part of the tennis uh, fabric. So often on our show, talk about you know the youth and the pathways and everything coming through. Tell us about the other end and just how it's sort of evolving. Well, uh, the problem is in the older age group is that running out of opponents. Uh, sometimes, like we had entries uh, for a recent tournament, the Australian Championships here, of two in the 85s, but unfortunately uh, we couldn't get a third one. Uh, we needed three to make up uh, so they could have played a round-robin event at least. So the older age groups is getting harder, but uh, with the uh, start of younger people coming in, uh, it's good. But there, there's some quality uh, tennis players uh, playing these uh, ITF events in, in Australia. Glenn Busby, uh, world number one. Andrew Ray, who's been a world number one. They're all quality players. We, we've got the luxury at the moment of uh, a couple of entries for the upcoming Oceania, Paul McNamee and uh, Peter Johnson, um, both uh, really good players that played on the circuit. So uh, there's a life after, the, after you leave uh, your, your height of your career but if you want to keep playing. And if you love the sport, you will do it. Great to catch up with Bill Slade, uh, Tennis Seniors Victoria, and also running the Oceania Championships at uh, Kuyong. All thanks to Hume Tennis and Community Centre, a mini Melbourne park in Melbourne's north. Uh, tennis for everyone. They had their family day last weekend. Perfect also for coaches and players. If you're coming from interstate to train and compete, that's very close to Melbourne Airport. There's accommodation available just around the corner as well. So find out more at humetennis.com.au. A break. We'll come back and wrap up with all the other tennis news of the day. Better solar, better batteries, better energy. With V-Solar, you'll never have to pay another expensive electricity bill. Talk with a V-Solar advisor. Visit V.Solar to learn more. GLG Greenlife Group, leaders in property services and open space management. And glgcorp.com, the first serve, your home of tennis. Welcome back uh, here at Country Week uh, 2022. It's a magnificent Tennis Victoria put on a great display. You can follow our socials as well for... Uh, uh, more in-depth uh, look, we caught up with the CEO of Tennis Victoria, Adam Cramery, earlier today. Novak Djokovic, we're still waiting for Djokovic to speak. Uh, the race for number one with Medvedev, gee, it could really hot up over the next fortnight if Daniil was able to win Acapulco. We could have a new world number one in two weeks' time. Stan Vavrinka coming back for Roland Garros. Thomas Inquis, that was interesting to watch him in the coaching corner with Stefanos Tsitsipas at Rotterdam this week, not replacing... Apostolossi's father, but an addition which so many players are doing. Uh, Billie Jean King, front and centre at the Super Bowl today is the coin tosser. 
just a revered figure right around the world. And we did the article last week. We spoke to Roddy Reynolds inside the playing group's frustration with Tennis Australia's wild decision-making. It was a great piece, plenty of feedback. There was one other I just wanted to read out. Jade Colf is the head tennis coach at Margaret Court Tennis Academy in Albury. What's the issue here? If those that follow professional tennis have no idea that this has always been the case with zero criteria or clear guidelines on wild cards and you've been living under a rock. Uh, whenever, uh, when it comes to wild cards, have you gone, oh yeah, okay, that makes total sense. If it was to be totally transparent and fair for all players, wild cards should be scrapped, period. They should be removed from all forms of professional tennis if things were to be totally fair. Why should a kid from Kenya, New Zealand or Colombia, for example, be even more disadvantaged because they are not from the Grand Slam nations that are Australia, France, UK and USA? Places in draws in a 2022 world should be based on meritocracy. There you go. I'm going to explore that a little further in the next couple of weeks. So I think there's a lot of merit in what uh, Jade has said. We'll continue to pull apart uh, the wildcard discussion, which is a topic of uh, much uh, interest. Uh, also need to mention our very, very good friends at Asti. Asti Tennis Courts, trusted by Melbourne tennis clubs and cancels. Uh, check them out at aste.com.au. Melbourne's leading synthetic grass court surface and construction specialist. Keep an eye on our website, thefirstserve.com.au and all our socials right throughout the week. We'll do it all again. Next Monday night, we'll talk the world of tennis with you. Hit them well this week. Hit them beautifully. Talk to you soon. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.